0: Welcome back to Off The Bar Podcast, I'm Conor O'Brien, I'm here with Michael Figueroa. And we have a lot to talk about today, uh, eventful weekend uh, in Premier League, and a lot going on in Champions League, we're going to have reactions to both of those. I say we start a uh, Game of the Week, uh, the City Liverpool and Prem. Obviously that had huge ramifications.
1: Uh, kind of kept yeah. the table the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I, re- I mean I was really like... Uh, I was a bit
1: underwhelmed by that.
0: Yeah, I mean, shout out uh, Mane and VAR for saving my Curtis Jones showdown card, but now um I really had thought like going into that that Liverpool would like eke that out because they just have seen like such a more uh, like maybe electric's the right word like they just seem like more like they have a lot more power to them when they've played this year than city's been very technical not to say city's bad but I just think Liverpool is that much better yeah. very it's weird to say a stagnant not stagnant game but like a tie I think I wasn't expecting a tie
1: I, I kind of guessed that city and Liverpool usually tie it's because pep Wants to not lose a lead, and Jurgen doesn't want to give City the advantage in the counter attack, or just like in general. Mm. So they're both playing pretty defensively. Like, okay, how do we, how can we sneak a goal? And like, they're they're very like, t- the, the game's stakes are so high. They're like, I don't know what to do, because I think if I'm if I'm Manchester City, um, you have the league lead right now. You're up by a point. It's very close. Liverpool wins that they take the lead. You have to face Liverpool two more times, maybe three more times. By the way, that when we talk about the Champions League, but yeah, it's I I feel like that's just I knew I had a feeling they're gonna tie. I don't know. I people were hyping it up saying this is the team, the game of the year and the game of the season. Like I saw TikToks where were like, this is the best football match of all, like matchup of all time, and I'm like, that's that's no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I expected more. But it was a two-two. It was there was goals, so mm. it was pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, and to, like to carry on with your point, where you you're saying about uh, being a defensive match. Like all of the goals came in like the counterattack. Like it was very much like um, it was very much like hold the line. We get the ball, we press up, and then like oh, we have to make a quick run because we can't just sit there with the ball forever because both teams are so good defensively and they're playing so well defensively. Like they have to like almost like quickly punch in. There's a lot of anxiety to the game. A lot of anxiety to the scoring.
1: Yeah, defensively, Liverpool has won more tackles. Like, 67% mm. of their tackles they've won. It was 12 of them. Eight interceptions in the match, three blocks, 18 clearances. Obviously, City had more shots on goal. Mm. They had a total of 11 shots. Five of them were on target, four of them were off target. So they were pushing hard, and they had the majority possession of 55%. But that's not even, like, that crazy of a difference. Mm.
0: Like, yes. And Sterling's—I uh, st- mean, City arguably should have won. That it was a close offside with uh, Sterling going through. What do you think? Did you think that was offside or no?
1: I didn't get to see that. Actually.
0: You get to see that? I didn't even get to see that. It's game, one of those, sorry. like, uh, new VAR sort of offsides where it's like uh, he was leaning forward.
1: Oh, I I don't, I, I don't, don't like that. I don't
0: know. I don't know. It's like it crushed its spirit of the game. Like, it's not an offside. Like, technically, yeah. it is, but like, it's a spirit of the game. It's because it's, it's
1: the like the advantage of it, but yeah.
0: I feel like it depends on like the defender's like positioning.
1: No. Like, if the defender, like, is just not running ahead of time. The other person already has his head up, and because he's leaning to run, mm. I feel like it's fair. Like yeah. the defender should have been more paying attention to at these. But rules are rules, which is what we will get to later. Um, respect the, the rules of
0: the sport as of now, and
1: maybe change it later.
0: No, really, I don't know. I just I, I just I wish uh, FIFA a lot of the time would take into account um, a lot of like the spirit of the game stuff. You know, like it feels like it's, you almost see this with like, as a baseball fan, you see this a lot, like you, the people in charge are not necessarily doing stuff to promote like the fun parts of the sport. I think VAR lately has been an extension of that.
1: I also argue that City kind of deserved to have a call go against them, Yeah, especially <laughs> what happened with Everton, how that was a blatant handball. Mm. It's like, come on. Like, yeah. like, they're just like, all right, yeah. fine. So
0: league protecting their interests. They have to have this game mean something and not like, like, City can't lose the league because they lost to Everton or they tied Everton.
1: Yeah, which I feel yeah. like they
0: should have lost. But no. It's...
1: But, um. anywho, yeah. League table is the exact same. Yeah. City first, one point lead. Liverpool, with Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal. And then we have West Ham under and United.
0: You think uh, Arsenal are going to make that push for four?
1: I, I think we can. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham have a game at hand right mm-hmm. now. So, technically, we have. We can tie in points. Mm. We also have to play Tottenham later in the season. So that'll be interesting. But we also have to play against Tottenham, Chelsea, and United. So the race for fourth and West Ham too. So Mm. like basically like I'm looking at the table right now. Seven to third place. We're playing all those teams. Wow. So it's going to be an interesting matchup, especially how horribly out of form Arsenal was after the international break. I was very disappointed, but I have high hopes. I think Arteta has a plan. Of what he wants to do, the team, sh- the team should go for a Champions League spot. We should get it, I think, because we've been, like the the amount of like the comeback we did halfway through, like the middle of the year, was just remarkable for us. Because we are like people were talking about relegation for us, mm. and we're possibly in the Champions League. At one yeah. point, we were almost third place, like we we're close to you guys. But like I said, it's I'm not arsenal always loves to disappoint me so
0: i mean it's uh it's me i'm people i was really pushing for that arsenal uh, relegation I mean, you guys did lose to so, see you guys lose to brentford we lost to brentford at the opening day 2-0 mm-hmm.
1: we lost to chelsea and then we lost to city but the thing about brentford is we didn't have obama Yang or lacazette because they both had covid so like yeah. we didn't have a number nine.
0: Because those two guys have clearly been carrying your team this year, right?
1: Oh yeah, uh, amazing from Bobby Yang. After when he came back, he actually scored when he played against well, well Norwich. But mm-hmm. you know, he he like it. It makes it helps out to have someone that's more positioned as a number nine than to have nobody, which is where we're yeah. at against Brentford, who we're very confident. And kudos to them; they're staying promoted. And I am excited to see where they're they're at. Thirteenth place right now. Oh they're, really? Yeah, they're gonna they're wow. gonna stay. So mm-hmm. that. I'm excited for Brentford. I, I hope Brentford actually does pretty good, like, mm. more. Like, I want more yeah. teams to compete, and I feel like Brentford can actually make a push because they've gotten out from, like, I think, like every... They were, like... They, they were, like, low yeah, division. Yeah, they're one of
0: those. The, the way they've come up is... I'm not super versed with it, but they've come through, like, every division. They've gotten, I think, promoted every year they've been up, and they do this play, like, well. The team management's well. They are really... They almost do like a money ball thing with their transfers. They're getting yeah. great guys like Ivan Tony. They got Erickson's obviously having an amazing comeback with them. Like, it really was.
1: They're looking at players yeah. that have, like, goal expectancies to put mm-hmm. in certain yeah. positions. And it's good yeah. job to Brentford. Shout out to Brentford. Kudos to you.
0: Yeah. But... I mean, it, it would be nice to see somebody besides City uh, challenge the league. Uh, speaking of City... Uh, we have to talk we, about... We have to talk. There's a lot to talk the, about in that game.
1: The Champions League. That, that yeah. was... Whew, that was oh fun. So we had, obviously, let me list all the games first. We had Bayern versus Villarreal, Real Madrid versus Chelsea, and then we had City versus Atletico, and Benfica versus Liverpool. Mm. So what were your initial reactions with? Let's talk about, let's go in the order. Villarreal versus Bayern.
0: I wish, I mean, I think if we look at, if you go uh, to one of those Marvel things, where it's like, I go back to issue four. um, No, if you look at like a, in the predictions, I was like, oh, Villarreal's getting blown out for sure because, uh, to be honest, not a La Liga guy, and I get clowned for that every week. That's fine. But I I'd really just was like, in my head, I was like, all right, Lewandowski's probably San- – I don't want to say he's the best striker in the world right now, but he's like – the way he scores is so – like, the team top to bottom is so great. He's
1: consistent as He's a consistent though. as well, he, yeah. He, he scored in that, like, the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, just – yeah.
1: But – from watching it, it, just in the first match, Vera was just so much more dominant, especially in the second half with mm. the ball. And I, I'm surprised they didn't score more goals. Like, they should have. They they missed some great opportunities. And the second, like, I couldn't watch it. Like, super, I was more focused on the other game we're going to talk about. But from what I was seeing, Bayern was pushing. They were trying. Mm. But it just seemed like they just... They feel like what, what when I saw Juvent- them playing against Juventus, Juventus just didn't have... They were missing something. yeah i was exploiting it like crazy Mm, they were just playing defensive countering perfectly and then they turns out they did ended up tying it at the last minute which was crazy and shout out to Una emery good evening the legend in arsenal um
0: you guys literally got rid of him because you didn't like the accent i i (laughs) I
1: blame ownership like i always do yeah because people when we talk about ownership well you know well at least my owner does not an oligarch but he's not a good guy either (laughs) the Conques historically don't really care about the club and have higher prices and then all these things so yeah i have a disdain for the ownership and it's
0: pretty hard as an owner to be hated in three professional sports but the crankies or however you pronounce that is like they manage to do it every week, so it's...
1: Because they what? They also own the Rams, right? They own
0: the Rams. Uh, People hate them. They're not good at... They're actually pretty good owners for the Rams. They're willing to pump money in, but the But the, the Rams is, won.
1: Like, yeah. they at
0: least won something. No, I know. The problem <laughs> is, like, they actually are, in the NFL, pretty good owners in that they pump a lot of money, and the Rams are willing to, like, like, use money or whatever. The problem is, they take that money away from Arsenal, and they take that money away from Colorado Avalanche. Probably the only NHL shout-out we'll ever do on this podcast, but... <laughs> to uh, pump the Rams so they can go sign like um, Bobby Wagner who's washed but like I don't know there's not a, not great owners but it, in doing that they got rid of Unai and then this is like a weird like uh, Unai's having a resurgence with Villarreal yeah,
1: I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him I, I thought it was hilarious how last season he took us out of the he took us out of the Europa League that mm. was we, we, we deserved that let's yeah, put it that way I, revenge. as someone who likes Arsenal as an Arsenal fan I do not pity the team when they deserve it so mm. we deserved it i'm happy for yeah. emory and i hope he even gets a bigger offer for a bigger team now and i think it's hilarious that psg as soon as emory left he made it to like the, the finals of the europa league and they didn't even leave the quarterfinals this year yeah but, yeah crazy matchup crazy results i am ecstatic for vrl i hope they can i i will honestly wouldn't be mad if they even won the whole thing i'll be mm. really happy but moving on moving on the big game
0: are we doing? Are we going right to? Into, should we? I feel like we should do Madrid no, no, no. Chelsea last, but, and then we should like because we got to talk about like. Let's do Madrid Chelsea last. I gotta. That's that's pod content. Keep the listeners uh, 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 listening.
1: I'll be nice to you. I'll It'd be I'll, nice to I'll be me. Last. I mean so, Rafa.
0: Rafa couldn't uh, be on this podcast. He's got a work commitment, but he did uh, coach Michael through uh, to quote yeah. roast me. He
1: was hyping me up. He was like, got this." So we can talk about Liverpool and Benfica real quick. Um. If Benfica obviously didn't concede as much as they did in the first leg, I think this would have been a lot closer. Liverpool haven't surprisingly been that dominant at home. Yeah. Well, I've noticed. Yeah,
0: I know they're a little well, like, especially in Champions League a lot. Pep or not Pep Jurgen Klopp, sorry, has been um, doing a thing where he's like, all right, sweet, so you won the first leg, um, weaker side, and he's playing like Canade, he's playing like Samikas, he's playing uh, James Milner.
1: Yeah, like Inter, like I think they, I think they technically won that game, and that leg if i remember correctly yeah they won the like, second league i believe but yeah
0: yeah but, they, they i believe liverpool had also rolled out like a softer squad for that and it's, that's the credit to liverpool like they can go in on a champions league uh quarter yeah quarterfinal and just um absolutely crushed with their backups playing <laughs> yeah. At their only regular starter that i think played was um the only regular starters were allison joel Matip, and jago Jota. yeah i think
1: mean, they had, they and, had henderson, and henderson and henderson yeah team. For scored two against Bafika, Bafika has also been the yeah. surprise. If they would have been in Liverpool, they would have been the other talk of the town. Like no, I mean they—they've right, they been Figa off.
0: team as I mean Darwin Nunez is, in my opinion, wind up being probably a top five striker in the world, probably in, within five years. No, he has potential. He, he has the he's, potential. He's very he's fast. Very, he's fast. He's technical. He's super great. Moves show. the Did ball you see his
1: goal well. Goal that he scored, the chip. Yes. Oh my God. It's so nice. That that no, it wasn't a chip. It was just a regular chip. Yeah. But Jesus, the ability to move nice. that quick mm. and hit it like there's the younger generation of like nines that have been coming out have been great like Holland Nunez and Vlaovic Vlaovic is first touch is insane but we're talking about Mefika um yeah I, I kind of feel bad I really wish they didn't concede as much as they did at home it would have been a lot more interesting the second leg they did tie them in the second leg they did give them like a nice like they, a nice punch before they were out but you know too little too late I will say mm but I'm hoping Benfica can like, I, I want more teams to be competitive in Europe from other countries. And Portugal is a good country. They always, I think their league is pretty underrated. But
0: I do think so too. I think, yeah. it, I mean, pound for pound, I think it's probably a better league than, I think you said this on the pod too. Like they get in terms of like quality, it's probably better than uh league lagoon. <laughs> it
1: is yeah. technically Portugal, like Portuguese league is, I think league Nos is what it's called. They're no. technically top five, like, like P D S G like, Ligue 1 is in technically the top five leagues in like Europe right now mm. because Monaco got eliminated before they even qualified like for the group stages. Mm. So technically, like yeah, the Portuguese league is more dominant because
0: they had more teams in it. Yeah, great. Think they, I mean, like the, just the history of that league, do like Sporting, Porto, Benfica. Not um, even that. Braga. Even right Braga now, is making a run. And uh, we're recording this live with Europa League. So let's see where Braga is. They're
1: tied currently with Rangers right now. Rangers scored the first goal. Yeah. And okay. the crazy, crazy stuff that other things are going on right now. Where um, right now West Ham are winning. Yes. And Frankfurt's winning two zero.
0: Frankfurt's winning two zero. Yeah. So. Oh no, Barca gets. I mean, that's this is great for my uh, West Ham winning Europa League narrative.
1: I, I'm not gonna comment on anything with Barca yeah. now because if I say anything, usually it goes the other way for me. So I'm just gonna say that Frankfurt's a good team. So good for that. No, but no. <laughs> back to what we're talking no. about. Now we can talk about. The other massive matchup yesterday, yeah. Jack
0: Grealish's hair versus Atletico. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. hysterical to watch. I mean, but... this Foden got dragged across, like he physically got dragged across the pitch. Uh, Grealish comes over, says an ex, something we can't say on the pod. Uh, Savage gets up in his face. Uh, tensions are high. And then later in the locker room they get a shouting match again and, and it there's was a fight that was there's great. a physical altercation this is
1: this is that part of football police got involved like yeah dirty pleasure like i kind of like yeah.
0: that like is it bad to like a fight in sports because i feel, passion it is passion yeah it's not like i feel like all sports should just allow fights yeah, i think not but, like a full-blown <laughs> one but like just like a little like just get it out of your system
1: like especially i always told people this as someone who played soccer competitively it's it's more frustrating for soccer because they're like in football, right? If mm. someone's talking smack to you, next play you can just like you them, tackle them, yeah. like you can target that guy and you'll be fine. <laughs> in soccer, you can't exactly like you have to like you know probably like, kind of like slide tackle them on the floor, and have them fall, but you can't exactly you know do much. Like they just you can't like that's that's the way it is. Like there's more like you can't. Mm. There's no there's less fouls in soccer in that aspect, so. Once, like, tension breaks, like, I always say this once the first punch is thrown in a fight, in a soccer fight, everything breaks loose. Yeah. Luckily, there wasn't any punches thrown, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would have just, it's like a bubble. It would have just burst and it would have yeah. gone crazy. Well,
0: it's because John Stones, the enforcer, was there to stop the fight on the pitch. <laughs> but oh my God. It, uh, it, it, if you could have guessed any city player to stop, like, break up a fight, I would not have guessed John Stones. Hey, it's. Yeah. But it is what yeah.
1: it is. I, okay. I'm Future
0: backup defensive mid next year for them. But <laughs> I said it yeah. earlier.
1: I have Jack Brothers had the the cojones to go and talk yeah. to Savage <laughs> and say yeah. what he said to his mm. face. Yeah. That man does not care. He was like he <laughs> grabbed his hair like asking him. I think that people are saying that he's he. They're just making fun of his hair and grabbing. It. I think it's so mm. funny to me. <laughs> but they were like
0: I've never seen that like. They were just targeting Grealish. Like, I've never seen someone just absolutely just target Grealish like it's that. Because he's a
1: pretty boy in the team. Like, yeah. he's the one that's worth a hundred million dollars. He's, he's got the Gucci, Gucci deal. yeah, Gucci Grealish. He's like yeah. he's like the next like look wise David yes. Beckham yeah. at least. Yeah, like and he's a good player. Like I will give him that. He's a great player. But I think that's really funny. And Atletico, you know, I have always had the utmost respect for Atletico Madrid. As someone who grew up watching La Liga dominated by just Real and Barca the fact that Atletico have gone as far as they have in the Champions League consistently after that era mm. and taken troll and even like won La Liga against Barca, they have always had my utmost respect even though people they don't play the nicest football people might say
0: mm. what do you think about no, it? i see what you, like uh i thought it, oh, by the way i thought it was really funny when uh today when um Atletico's president came out and said uh the quote uh soccer that city was playing was prehistoric historic because they sat back defended like uh <laughs> like like uh Athletico weren't playing like 10 center backs
1: in a way <laughs> in a
0: way but um no i mean like it's just like a question for you like do you think that because i obviously especially in this leg i feel like has played hyper defensively mm-hmm. do you think that's hurting them no no i feel think like they have to like
1: you're playing against manchester city Mm. this team does not hold back at all they have the talent to not hold back that bench is insane like i always talk about it with my friends who are city fans i'm like every time they every time they mention they need number nine i just want to like be like no like (laughs) Mm. you guys have so much talent in that team you guys develop talent you guys spend money on all these great players like you don't need anyone else you want it so it can make your team better but you like if we're being honest, City doesn't need an other number nine. No, like, they're agree. fine. I agree.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> like Pep Guardiola's had a system where they don't really need a striker. Mm. And they're playing
0: like Photos three. of false nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't think they really need it. But yeah. it's just that's just my like view of it right now. And yeah, I so I kind of was upset when towards the end of the game how like City were kind of just burning the clock by like falling down a little bit. Mm. Not not with the Fulton thing that was warranted, but. Mm. <laughs> the when, phone got and like but... ederson just like landed in a weird way and he was like ah and then mm. like the same thing happened with <laughs> fernandino he just mm. kind of just fell at one point and there's no one around him and I, it was it was upsetting to watch like yeah. I, I i want this is like I, I feel like atletico would have scored and they knew that so they try to kill as much clock as they're like we're gonna we're gonna get like destroyed <laughs> mm. like they're like this is a i saw like an interview a while back about with Jose Mourinho talking about when he beat Man United and he beat them in Old Trafford with Porto back in like 2003 I think three and four when they won. Oh no it was before that. It was like two thousand three. And he said that you can feel in like NF Stadium when the tone has changed. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that once the eightieth minute kicked in, once they put in Suarez, that stadium was just erupted. They had yep. the whole they had 15 men in that field at that point like mm. the like the, the they were so confident they were like we're gonna take this match we're gonna score against them we're gonna wreck them so i was like oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no i might like i just feel like um with atletico like putting that much emphasis on defense especially when you're a goal down in that leg like i felt like it was kind of a mistake like you should be focused on like i get cities like a, an offensive and defensive superpower in global soccer right now yeah. Especially if you're down a goal like I just feel like you got to go for it
1: But that's not the way you win against that system of football because yeah. you're yet you to remember you're playing against Pep Guardiola here Pep Guardiola wants his team to have possession move the ball around Control the tempo of the game and what hmm. you do is you don't give them the chance you give them the ball You let them have the ball, but you don't give them the opportunities They want and you don't give them the chances they expect to have hmm. and by doing that you throw them off a little bit and they get frustrated which is what happened like Kevin De Bruyne said that I never played against a team that played with, like, 10 people in the back. And, like, he was super... Like, they were all visibly frustrated. Yeah. Even Guardiola was saying it. Which I think was, like, you know, you got to respect Atlético's was grind. Like, I saw the um, commentators talking about it after. Like, you know, they don't play the... Like, I think Terry Henry said it best. Like, they don't play the sexiest football, but that's their football. Every mm. country plays the form, their sport differently. Every region plays it differently. And that's the way Atlético plays it. And the way they played it, and the way they've shown up against big boys like Real Madrid and Barca, it works. Mm. It's not the most successful because obviously they haven't won Champions League, but if you're competing against the powerhouses of Real and Barca and you win and you win the league pretty nicely sometimes, it's it works. So allegico, I give you all the respect that you deserve. A crazy, crazy last twenty minutes of that match. Mm. Oh my God. That's what football's all about. Yeah. No. If okay. go on to oh brother <laughs> the the match of the week the debate of the was season
0: there, was there a game i didn't even know there was a game
1: oh it kind of was
0: well i mean chelsea well, uh revisionist history chelsea did win
1: <laughs> technically yeah yeah I, I will give this to chelsea they played phenomenal well we played I, our
0: he played our hearts out yeah,
1: yeah you guys played your hearts out i did not expect you guys to play with that much passion i did point out earlier that the fact that real madrid was missing militao was going to be huge cuz i used to criticize militao before mm. thinking he wasn't that good of a defender for real madrid yeah. but he's proven to me that for a fact he is yeah, he's
0: and really he has really stepped up a lot especially this year too given that he has to be like the primary center back for them
1: yeah like real people forget that real madrid literally had like two of their center backs leave in the summer mm. yeah <laughs> so the fact that they had they're playing with alaba and they had to play with for um nacho fernandez in this game It wasn't exactly, like, their greatest, like, defensive setup. And they still managed to pull it off. Like, at first it was seen like they were going to bottle it, which they almost did, but...
0: No, I mean, I expected nothing from Chelsea, and I still got disappointed (laughs) because we we got a 3-0 and then bottled, but...
1: Your best player, like, stat-wise, is Rudiger. Rudiger was fantastic. He's,
0: I mean, I would have a hard time finding a better... Uh, center back in the world right now it's great cr- it, in terms I, of form like he has to be far and away like, I, maybe he's Dijk, in form right
1: I, I will say that like it's not only that it's that rudiger is very confident offensively too mm. which is impressive which yeah. not a lot of center backs push up as much as he does and luckily chelsea have enough people to go back and play defense where mm. it's not an issue for them so seeing that that rudiger was pushing up as much as one taking all these opportunities taking all these shots and he even scored it wasn't obviously a shot was like, i think it was in the, head in the corner. I'm correct. I didn't get to see that. Yeah,
0: it was a header, but he had a couple chances where he, uh, he got shot. He, yeah. he missed one that was like a foot wide of the bar, but it was from like forty feet out. There was a point allies. where Chelsea
1: had a free kick, and I'm surprised they didn't give it to him. Let, I let him like hit it. Let him smash yeah. it. No one didn't, didn't take it.
0: Like it, it, might not be on target, but he, no one's gonna hit it harder on the team. Like
1: yeah, but think about that. Real Madrid. Literally, I I knew um, Nacho was gonna be an issue, and it was prominent issue. They just ran through that defense the first half. It was Chelsea scored a fifteen minute. They scored again right after the first half. And then they scored in the seventy-five minute and I was not happy. And then five minutes after the GOAT, I will say, the man, the myth, the legend, Luca Modric gave a fantastic assist to Rodriguez. That might be the best assist I've ever he seen. He just he like to be fair. Yeah. he he, he brought that game back to life. For real. No, he, they were he, dead out of
0: nowhere. I mean, if, I mean, well, to be fair, like fantastic assist, but if Thiago Silva doesn't get caught ball watching there, like I am not sure, and if Rodrigo's is not like fresh into that game, like I'm not sure he, they get that. But that's just it's perfect timing, perfect pass. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I think we need to give uh, Modric a little more credit.
1: I I argue that I think Modric is probably one of the best midfielders of all time.
0: Yeah. I think he has a spot in top ten for sure. Because
1: yeah. I I think Connor's oh, not, not Connor. Rafa Rafa's brought this point up because I always ask him like. I'm curious. Do you th- what do you think, Xavi Iniesta, and Busquets or Casamero, Cruz and Modric? And he says it's an unfair comparison. I kind of agree with him because mm. you look at Barcelona, right? Yeah. These three players, Busquets, Xavi Niesta, they grew up playing together. Mm. They play in the Barcelona system. They know that system. They've been a product of that club, and they play there their whole career. Mm. So the fact, and they also play in the national team together. Yeah. So the chemistry they have is ridiculous. It makes sense for them to be that good. Now you look at Real. Casemiro's from like Brazil. Modric mm. is from Croatia, Croatia yeah. and then Cruz is from Germany, and they haven't been together for like that long prior to like them starting together. Because mm. I think Casemiro wasn't even started that much around Madrid until like towards. This their is second... when
0: Xabi Alonso left, I believe, yeah. and then he became more of the dominant starter.
1: We got Cruz after Xabi Alonso, and mm. then he started getting more time. I think I think when he this won was... our first of the three, yeah. is when he was playing more, but. They, they've made it work, and they've been a dominant force. So it's an un, it's an unfair comparison because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Modric all, is, yeah. yeah.
0: It's almost like um old, like, sorry ball where he would come in. Uh, like, every midfielder does a different thing. But they work so well together as a team. Like, like Modric moves the ball, he the ball. Like, Casemiro's there to, like, defend, pick it up.
1: Cruz controls the pace. Cruz
0: controls the pace. He's giving free kicks, everything. He's like, just such a talented midfield. I think maybe the difference between him and Iniesta Xavi uh, Busquets is that they all three are more ball movement control the pace. Like, they all three do like 80% of what each guy on Madrid does. But there's not like one guy that has like a dominant role, in my opinion. And Busquets does operate the pivot, but like it's more. this
1: is really good. And yeah. Busquets in his prime was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And he's still like doing pretty solid, which is, it's because Xavi knows how he has, what's his strengths. Yeah. And still his strengths, which is really impressive. But like, oh my God, like, Modric at, he's 37 years old and he's doing this like Iniesta yeah, you're doing 30, that king
0: james thing he's 38 he's, so he's, th- yeah. but he's like
1: 37 yeah. and he's playing at the top of his game mm. still in the highest stage of football yeah. against the champions of europe and like comparing it to like the other two people xavi's coaching now mm. and iniesta's playing in like japan and he's the same age as him like, it just shows that he has so much longevity, it's insane. Like, I think he hit his prime probably a little later, too. So, it was, like, it's... You can't tell me Luka Modric is not impressive. Like, dude is fantastic.
0: No, he's incredible. Like, it's two assists this game, both incredible, like... And it just, like, just completely changed the tone of the game completely with that assist.
1: Yeah. Like, Chelsea, right after that goal, I feel like you guys just lost that spark.
0: I th- I almost think it was just having to play so hard... Like, so powerfully run the counter press all that for so long into the game I think like the guys are getting tired because like you see like mounts running, Kai Havertz is running like everybody's running even like when Pulisic gets to the game like he's running everywhere and he was gassed at the end of that he didn't even play 90 minutes but, like that's the tempo of the game
1: I thought your best I, I once I saw that we were going to extra time like if Madrid don't win an extra time Chelsea wanted to go for penalties. Madrid are going for the yeah. win. Chelsea were going for penalties. No,
0: as evidenced by Jorginho coming on and us kind of playing more defensively, and you guys just came on and we were just tired. I don't know, but like Madrid's I, assist, it was like it almost took the the like physically. We were we were you, trailing you guys off. It. Should
1: have played more offensively too, because the fact that we were playing mm. with Cavarahara center back with Oliver, and then we switched, um, we took out Nacho, and then we put in Lucas Vazquez at right back. We were playing with no pure center back no. at that moment, and Casamero was out of the game too. So it was Cruz. Mm. So we literally were playing with like younger, shorter people. <laughs> mm. I'm surprised you guys didn't take advantage of that and like the like in
0: corners. No, I mean we missed a zillion chances like end of that and then uh, extra time. I mean I just I, I I hate to say this because I really want him out of the team, but I can't help but feel like if we had Lukaku there to sub on. At the end. No, we we just, just it's like Kai Havich was Kai Havich was like dead. Like he was so tired. He was just he was doing everything he could just to be there and like, like gassing and like Mount was doing the same thing. Um other guys that got subbed on, but we needed like that um
1: You need a pure number nine.
0: We needed a pure number and not to say that Kai I think we do play better when we have Kai Havertz coming as like a false nine. I do think we should maybe get another wing to come in and like like I think like I do weirdly think that like Timo um Kai Mason Mount as a front three has like been phenomenal for us this year. Um I don't think we need it but in that situation when Kai Havertz is gassed like it would have helped to have like Lukaku to come on. Yeah. 100%. And I think and I think when we we see like Kai Havertz like like final seconds misses like a header wide. Um Pulisic misses a couple chances Mount I think believed missed a chance like when you're missing all these wide chances and you can have this like huge body in the box that can hit it from anywhere, like that would have really helped in this The game. thing is that yeah. you
1: guys put in all your effort in the first 90 minutes. And yeah. then after that, you Never were gassed. gassed. You had yeah. no gassed. one else to sub in that yeah. could have helped offensively. You put in more defensive players mm. at one point. And Real Madrid were like, we're going to expose this. As much yeah, your as bench can.
0: should just be at our bench. That's at the end of the day. We that's do what have happened. a
1: yeah. pretty. I think defensively, our bench I mean, is a really, good but offensively. I was
0: really sure, like, Rodrigo is a revelation off the bench. I thought Kemavinga is probably the future of that midfield based on his performance. No, oh, he's fantastic. You got guys that I really did not expect a lot from and that ended up coming really in clutch for you guys. And I just. Like, Marcelo, I did not think was going to do very much. We actually moved the ball really well and did pretty well defensively. When he's he
1: always on. been, like, he's arguably he's one of the best left-backs to play the yeah. game. Uh. So the fact that he was put in to push it more offensively, mm. I was like, yeah, we're really going for it now. Like, yeah. we have to. Mm. And obviously, the man, Benzema, has been fantastic. Yes. Like, he's, I, I won't even say that he's probably, like, front-runner for Bellonot right Oh, now.
0: I would be remiss to find anybody. I, I couldn't think of a single other player that deserves it anywhere near as much as he does. Like, Especially if they win Champions League. Because yeah. France will go on the deep World Cup run.
1: I don't know. It's always a curse mm-hmm. that's possible, yeah. but the Champions League, he's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. And against big team, big teams, and big games and big moments, he's been there. Yeah, and that's when you need a player like him the most. I will even argue that even when Ronaldo's there, he was super undervalued by other people. Mm-hmm. Like this guy was. <laughs> I remember plenty of times watching. I think one match they played in, um, they were like it was a second leg, I think in the quarter semis, and they're playing at Atlético, and he's in the wing, and he literally took a player out and then found somebody, and I think it was Ronaldo on the inside he could score. Like, that's, Benzema's role has always been, he's more of a facilitator. Yeah, he's acted too. more as a
0: false nine throughout yeah. his career. And I think just more now that he has a much, like, higher goal-scoring responsibility, he Really, he's really shined and shown that, like, he can not only do what, like, Harry Kane does, where he, like, drops in and, like, gets the, Firmino does this, too, and, like, drops in and gets the ball, like, pushes the tempo, gets the, like, does, like, distributes the ball out, but he can also be there to score. Yeah, he's... Yeah.
1: His better you can compare him to like Kane and mm. Suarez more in his style mm. and playmaking yeah. and not only and scoring too. Mm. Because he he moves off the ball. He's great at moving the ball when he has it. Not just to even shoot at the goal, but just to find other people and create chances. That's what he does best. Mm. He's a he's a the purest one. he's probably like the false nine, like you said. Yeah. And I think it's unfair to compare him to Lewandowski, who's like just the He's purest, a Pure Striker. The he's the purest striker. of pure strikers. If you need someone to be in the right spot on the right time, mm. I'll get Lewandowski. If yeah. I need someone to carry a team i'll pick benzema because that's what he does Mm. he he has to he would do whatever he needs to do and yeah like i you guys really missed your opportunity with the fact that we had no defense
0: (laughs) no i know i did this i think that's just coming from the team being washed and not having a striker to sub on and just not washed, but uh it's tired and like you saw like end of the game like almost our like everybody that played that long just laid down like just laid down on the Floor. Like, we had got like Rudiger and Conte are both fasting right now, too. Like, it's, I'd say, like, Benzema, I think, is also fasting, too, but it's, um, yeah, it's true. It's just, uh, there's a lot of, like, everyone's just so tired. I really do think if we could, I don't know, I man. I mean, we got to take a minute also to talk about that Marco, Marcus Alonso's handball.
1: What a, what a killer that guy is. what a, <laughs> I'm always going to bring that up because it's a horrible thing that he did. Yeah,
0: I think he, I mean, I want him off Chelsea, but for, Different reasons. I just don't get my driver's license. But
1: (laughs) Jesus, never let that guy anywhere near your car anymore. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: huge NASCAR fan that uh Marcus Alonso is. But no, um, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what to like. Like, I maybe, maybe it's me being a Chelsea fan not wanting to see like the truth. But it don't. It just looks like he just comes off his thigh to me. He's
1: a more offensive.
0: He's an offensive wing back yeah. wingback, despite the fact that he cannot which is, defend. Which
1: is why you guys need him that match, because we yeah. need to push a lot.
0: Which, by the way, uh, you guys' first goal that really uh, crushed our tempo comes off the right side on a man that he was supposed to be marking. And then Thiago Silva had to pick him up, coming like way out of uh, the center of defense Poor to pick up a guy on the wing. but
1: Poor 50-year-old Thiago Silva. Not he's able to he's never retired. To.
0: There's guys that just refuse to retire. Like, Thiago Silva's going to play forever. He's still a pretty good player, though. He's still great. I would, great. I would put him in his- top five center backs in Prem right now like if we are doing Prem team of the season I'd think he depending on the depth I would put Diago Silva in I
1: think all the good center backs are probably in Liverpool <laughs> at this point and like Ruben Diaz yeah, I mean
0: you get like Ruben Diaz Emmerich uh, Laporte Van uh, yeah. Dyke um, Rudiger is, is definitely deserves to be like top three I would will, I will say yeah that's yeah. fair um, Connor Cody
1: <laughs> I wouldn't Will Bowley uh, Ben White uh, Ben White's
0: been doing pretty well Harry Maguire, of course. Oh, obviously, it obviously. has to be Harry I Maguire. Mean, I can't believe we left him at like eighth. He's such a dominant force. He never gives up a goal. He's such <laughs> a good player. No problems in uh, United.
1: Yeah, that that yeah. there's no war in said, said. <laughs> there is no war in Bossing said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Not um, going around about United. Yeah. But I mean, if
0: we well, many ran about United. They just hired Ten Hag officially. They did. They did. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? It's like the third coach it's, in the year. It's the third but, coach in like yeah. three and like four years i think but yeah, just I, doesn't more I, same old same old they're gonna get rid of ronaldo apparently because ten hog doesn't want him in the team but. I,
1: ha- I have a friend that's more it's yeah. a united fan he's been more following that and he mm. he's very optimistic about ten hog he's more optimistic about ten Hag than he was about the last two managers i told him for a while that mm. i think Ortegaard was a problem so i saw that ahead of time no. but he says that ten Hag has is like he already has a plan of what players he wants in his team what type of structure he wants all this stuff who should go who should leave i for sure i see pogba leaving yeah. Oh, he's got.
0: To, he's probably gonna sign a PSG. Ronaldo's out. Uh, Cavani's out. Uh, Rashford's probably out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And the holdover guys are gonna be guys that he like like Van de Beek, Apparently, he's bringing back into the squad. He's gonna really try and reincorporate him into the squad. He's um, gonna pick
1: up some players from Ajax too in yeah. general. So yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a complete change of the team. I'm not sure where they'll be positioned next year. That's only time will tell. But
0: no. I mean, I would imagine it's another probably about the same as they're doing this year. And the year after that, they'll probably be competitive if they don't fire Ten hog because United loves firing a manager, but. Yeah, I know, uh, Chris. If you watch Ajax play uh, over the last couple of years, like they just the way they play, I would imagine like Ten Hogs gonna pick that up and just take it over, and I would be the same style of play as that. No, he did take him to the yeah.
1: Champions League semifinals.
0: Yeah, it was a good team. He, he didn't but... blow
1: it against Bifika, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did bottle. Well That's see. that's a perfect
1: model for Man United.
0: There you go, bottling. Yeah. Yeah. Bottling club. Yeah. But yeah, last um, uh, one last quick look at Europa League before we go. Oh, well, Rangers 2-0 at halftime. They're now in the lead. West Ham probably 2-0. has that game. Uh, Barca may get relegated. We'll see. Ya. Rip uh, the non-existent Barca fan we have in this pot, but devil's advocate, Bar- Barca fan, this has got to be a disappointing season for them, no matter what. At this point,
1: well, you never know. It's like, a, well, it's yeah, one for one. Sure They'd have to Barca have to go
0: season. score like two goals in the second half. But.
1: Well, it is the second half already. But yeah, like yeah. I said, you are playing the Spotify
0: new, So yeah, <laughs> you, shit, the Spotify. I can't wait yeah. to get my Lizzo XXL jersey.
1: They have seventy six percent possession right now. That's the way yeah. that Barca plays. But they haven't yeah. had a lot of shots. Like. Yeah, Frankfurt. It probably. Frankfurt I mean, we don't have this game on, shots. but
0: Frankfurt. I would imagine Frankfurt's probably parking. <laughs>
1: you know what the crazy thing is? Yeah. They have twenty four percent possession, right? Mm. They have Frankfurt has a total of nine shots, yeah. five of them on target. Mm. Barca has two shots, one on target. Yeah. So they have the ball, but they're not going to the goal. Like that's the one thing you have to do. That's crazy to me. Mm. But yeah, um off with the Barca rant. I put that to go. But yeah. So now we got Manchester City versus Real Madrid. I mean, it's, well, it's,
0: it's Man City, Madrid, and then Liverpool. Villarreal. Villarreal. Out of these, because next week we're going to be going into like actual scores and predictions for that. But out of these final four, Michael, who do you think is like the favorite to get through the final? Um, and probably, win? probably Liverpool. Liverpool you think would be yeah, the winner? Yeah,
1: because it, and the more, as in like just basic viewing, mm. people are going to be like, oh, Villarreal is a weaker competition. Yeah. Which technically they will be the weaker of the four, but I wouldn't count Villarreal because they're like. They have this, like, confidence right now where they, they've literally had a hard road to get there, too. Mm. They had to be Juventus, and they had to be Bayern. Yeah. So, I people's confidence in Liverpool, they shouldn't ha- be that confident. Because yeah. Villarreal is going to go for their throw. They don't care that they're Liverpool. They don't care that they've won the Champions League. They won the, They're 1-1 one one now. And this is their chance. This is probably Villarreal's best chance to win a trophy, like, a mm. major trophy, like, in this caliber for the Champions League.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I would imagine it's probably going to be a Liverpool-Madrid uh, final rematch of a couple of years ago, and then that'll go. I don't even know which way that would
1: go. I feel like um, City is more confident and mm-hmm. has a bigger chance of actually beating us. Yeah. It depends. I, for me, it always depends on the players in Real Madrid, who's healthy, who's not going to get another red right card, or like uh, get suspended. Mm-hmm. Militao's coming back. We picked up a lot of yellow cards in our last matchup against you guys. Mm -hmm. So that can come back. But City also did pick up a lot of injuries, let alone that. And they're very fatigued because they have to play Liverpool. Yeah.
0: Twice. Yes. Potentially. Yeah. gonna
1: be easy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. Um, yeah i don't know where that would go i don't know they could, like i genuinely could see maybe not Villarreal real as much but that's just because i haven't watched them as much but i could literally see it. it feels like it could be any of these four teams that could go through and win
1: there's there i, I think it's insulting to say there's a clear-cut winner yeah like there's favorites yeah, yeah but the confidence some people have of liverpool like i haven't seen it that much i don't know i it seems like they've had like you said like they've dominated the first game and then the next game they just kind of disappear a Mm -hmm. little bit even though they did they did a tie against Benfica like if they only they brought it down to like a two goal difference like which is what it was before but I don't know I I'm not very I don't think Liverpool is going to be as crazy against Villarreal I think Villarreal has a confidence of being two giants and they're going for their third and they want to they want that Champions League trophy
0: yeah no I, I completely agree um, I mean, not to not to dive too deep into predictions though, because we're gonna um, watch the pod next week. We will be doing that. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good point to wrap up. You want to wrap up?
1: Yeah, we could wrap it up. Yeah, sure, like, right. I feel like yeah. we could just talk about a little bit like Pep Guardiola against Real Madrid again, because they did yeah. it, they did it yeah. I think two years ago yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the quarterfinals, yeah. and obviously City took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like this is a more confident Real Madrid side. Mm-hmm. Benzema is aiming for to prove that he can win a trophy
0: yeah without aren't without r7 and uh cr7 yeah. and uh gareth bale even the no. gareth
1: bale is still technically there he's just yeah he's just kind of he's not it.
0: there he just would rather golf <laughs> rather go bale's off. not dead he just is would rather do literally anything else than play for real madrid
1: it's mostly because we just haven't had a yeah treat him the best and yeah you know, he is the club legend and i've
0: always given my respect yes that icon card it left back for Southampton is gonna go crazy by There's the way only but, one gareth bale you know. <laughs>
1: But, Only one on yeah, I feel like that's going to be a, a fun match to watch and yeah. a fun series. Yeah. I think the first game is actually in Manchester, if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh, hopefully, Grills doesn't get beat up again and Foden doesn't get beat up again. But Well,
1: Ravage isn't that type of team,
0: but <laughs>
1: I, I'm more worried yeah. that Madrid are going to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Actually, I have no clue. I, yeah. I literally am. I feel like City is a more... The, on paper, City is a better team, yeah. but...
0: Trying to find the magic formula to get through City. Yeah,
1: on on paper, so what's yeah. PSG. The only <laughs> the, on the paper, only formula so you can Chelsea. really
0: hope on is that Pep overthinks himself.
1: Yeah, it's, which is something he historically does. Yes, that a man's played for has coached Bayern, Barca, yeah. and City, and he has only won with Barca the yeah. Champions League. Yes, and one he's yeah. only won one single Champions League, and he's been yeah. like yeah. a but dollars. He spent so much money talent.
0: he's had such talented squads i would imagine like all-time managers like other squads don't really fade like touch his especially in terms of like depth but i digress um yeah i think we're, i think we're good yeah. i think
1: we're good. Now. let's check one more time that one more time let's see that if anything time. changes the in the I last uh
0: up. five minutes did anything change
1: west ham is up three no now yeah so it seems like West Ham might go through. Declan Rice. Rangers have a 2-0 lead, which is only a one-goal lead. And then Frankfurt has a 2-0 lead, which is a two-goal lead right now against Barcelona. Yes. So
0: And Leipzig did go through earlier, too. Yeah, Leipzig yes. went
1: through. Yeah. So Europa League is going to be pretty interesting. We can mm-hmm. actually just talk about Europa League really quick yeah. if you want. Because do you know how the brackets would be laid out? I
0: don't, but I would imagine. So it'll be the final teams will be Leipzig. It looks like Frankfurt will go through. It looks like West Ham will go through, and it looks like Rangers will go through. I would have a hard time seeing, like, like, I would imagine it's not like, or I would imagine like West Ham does get through. I like, I imagine West Ham is the favorite here. Because right?
1: right now they're playing, they're playing in France, too. Yeah. So it's impressive they have a 3-0 lead in France. Mm. Rangers are actually, I think, playing at home. Yeah. Yeah, they do, they are. No. So, oh, they scored earlier and they, they ruled that out, too. So they would have been they? up 3-0.
0: Oh, Rangers did? Yeah, I just read it. Yeah. Oh,
1: and there's a red card for Braga, so that's going to be... Ooh, yeah. I mean, pretty. Braga,
0: I don't think, has the talent level to really stay up there with those, like, major teams, but they do deserve a place in Europe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm proud of them for making yeah. a nice run. Yeah. And Frankfurt is... That's the upset right now, because Barcelona is everybody's favorite to win the, league, the yeah. Europa League.
0: Yeah. And just like the Barcelona team playing, we do have to run home. So. Yeah. This has been Off the Bar Podcast. I'm Connor O'Brien.
1: And I'm Michael Figueroa.
0: Support UF Club Volleyball if you get the chance. Go on the GoFundMe. They could really use some help right now. No to Ricketts. Peace.